thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, New South Australian laws enshrining emergency COVID powers into legislation have been described by the Liberal opposition as dark age dictatorship amid growing concerns that the laws overreach in terms of the powers they provide and the lack of suitable safeguards. While the legal fraternity has expressed concerns about the wording of the bill and the lack of safeguards to protect individual freedoms, the SA Health Minister has passed the opposition concerns off as dog whistling to the anti-vaxxer movement. If the bill is passed as currently proposed, the wide-ranging powers to enforce public directions that are currently available under the Emergency Management Act could be invoked at any time by regulation, says SA Law Society President Justin Stewart Rattray, going on to say that the scope of the powers were concerningly opaque. He added that enshrining such extraordinary powers in legislation permanently must be carefully considered and accompanied by some guarantee of proportionality with respect to ensuring an individual's basic rights and freedoms when such powers were exercised. He also suggested it should be legislated that advice upon which the laws were enacted was independent and publicly available. The new law will allow maximum penalties for non-compliance of up to two years in jail or up to $75,000. It's a dictatorial approach to have these heavy-handed penalties, which are outside and out of step with these jurisdictions across our nation, opposition leader David Spears said. Despite these concerns, the bills have been passed through SA Parliament after backroom deals were made between Labor, the Greens, SA Best, and even One Nation State MP Sarah Game, who'd previously been critical of the mandates. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that I think this is concerning, and, and this is not a commentary on... COVID or on the mandates or the lockdowns or the fines or anything of that nature. But I think it's just concerning that I think when it comes to government, that any extraordinary powers need to have extraordinary oversight. You know, we need to be really careful when these sort of laws are able to be enacted, when these sort of mandates are able to be enacted by our politicians overruling an individual's right to a freedom of healthcare choice without that sort of extraordinary oversight. You know, if we're not privy to the advice they're being given, if we're not privy to the research and the information on which they're providing that advice, potentially to the biases in the sources of that information that may be there, then how can we keep our politicians absolutely accountable? You know, the old saying is that absolute power corrupts absolutely. The concern is that in a democratic society, you know, is this the first step away from us being truly democratic? I mean, obviously we have the opportunity at the next election, which is now, you know, for us South Australians going to be about four years away. We have the opportunity at the next election to vote them out if that's what we choose, to vote for someone different if that's what we choose. But in the meantime, we've got four years of having these extraordinary powers enacted in able to be extraordinarily impact on our lives without necessarily having the extraordinary oversight that would be there to counterbalance it. So I think what the legal society said is, you know, 
One of the really crucial things is that this advice being independent and also publicly available, you know, in order for us to be properly democratic, in order for us to properly understand what decisions are being made, why they're being made, what might be, you know, not independent about the sources of this advice and where it's coming from and how it might be biased. In order for us to be able to use that information to make an informed choice at the next election, then I think we need to have that sort of transparency. And I don't think we can rely on the government giving us that sort of transparency if it's not enshrined in the legislation. So I'm disappointed that this has passed in my home state. I'm disappointed with the way that it's been passed and the the lack of transparency, you know, we're all sitting back here in South Australia waiting to find out what these new laws are going to be. They haven't been publicly debated. You know, we've heard snippets about it, but not the full effect of, you know, what the law is going to be, who's it going to impact, how's it going to impact them. This debate has been largely done behind closed doors and in the back rooms. And that for me is really disappointing. So what I would encourage you to do is to, you know, speak to your local representatives if you're not happy with this result or the way that it's been done and be really careful who you vote for. Make sure that you're understanding where they stand on issues that matter to you and that you're voting in a way that's congruent with the issues that matter to you and that you're letting people know that you will vote on these issues that are important to you. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, Head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.